Everybody, this is Gratitude Unfiltered. I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund. It's so happy, I'm so happy to see you guys. Uh, again, this is the second show today. Actually, believe it or not, this is the third show that I've done. Um, I had the opportunity to be on someone else's today, which was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you, Norma, for that opportunity. Um, and then, of course, I had Misty on earlier, who, if you guys missed Misty uh, Lane, you guys, uh, seriously, what goes up? The interview was amazing. She did a terrific job. Um, but just great. I was just so grateful. It was a powerful interview. But I had a plan that I was going to do another show and do a show about never being alone and uh, continuing continuing to talk about the way of the warrior. Uh, one more show left on that and then going on to something else. But Really, really grateful to have you guys here tonight. I want to give a shout out. Thank you again for the other platforms. A lot of new people joining. And for the, one of the cool things is that wherever you comment, what's up, Sam? How are you? Um, no matter where you're commenting from, whatever platform, it's going to show up here. So you can interact with everybody. You can interact with the Facebook audience and, um, you know, Facebook, YouTube, uh, all of it. Thank you. So just thank you. You guys have fun. Your comments are always welcome. You guys are a huge part of the show. You guys are what makes it fun. Um, so participate along, ask questions, comment, things like that. It's, um, again, just you guys make the show. It's not just me here talking. It's interactive. We talk. We have a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm really... I went back, I was actually going to do this show yesterday and then I couldn't um, get good Wi-Fi. So I'm starting over. What's up, Selena? Good to see you. Yeah, Misty was awesome. Yeah, she was. She was great. And really quick too, I'm going to give a shout out to the podcast and radio audience. Thank you guys for the downloads and the support. Uh, you guys can join the conversation over at facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered. Um, but this subject about never being alone is... Uh, this is something that hits. I mean, I very well could get emotional, not from a place of pain, but just thinking of a place of, of overcoming, but remembering just how alone, how alone I felt most of my life and for various reasons. And I mean, a lot of it became me because I was isolating, but I think this is going to be this is going to be an interesting conversation um, for us to all have. And I would really love your participation tonight. I don't want to do this, just me talking. So I, I want you guys to participate um, and then we'll just get into it. But I, I think this is going to hit home for some people. One of, our, the, one of the greatest lies ever told by our darkness is that we are alone. You know, you remember that little voice? tells you that no one likes you, no one loves you, you're not good enough, those lies. One of the greatest lies ever told by our darkness is that we are alone. How many of us have felt alone? How many of us feel alone right now? We convince ourselves that no one else could ever go through what we are facing. What's up, Tay? Good to see you. Oh my gosh, Tay, so good to see you. Hey. It's been a while. Amazing artist. Uh, Samuel says, when, when you know God, you realize you were never alone. It's strange till you realize it's a good thing. I agree. But 
That sentence, we believe that no one could possibly understand our pain or our sorrow. Heck, I've seen some of the comments. Hey, Melissa, good to see you. I've seen some of the comments just from some of the last shows that people commenting that I feel alone. I feel like no one's hearing me. How many of you feel that way? How many of you are not using your voice right now? Like how many of you are suffering in silence? Our darkest moments rarely are when we, when we have failed or lost a battle. Think about that. Our darkest moments don't come from failure. They come by the betra a betrayal. They come from having our heart broken, having someone we trust penetrate our boundaries. I don't, well, yeah, maybe sexually too. Physical abuse, verbal abuse. Physical abuse. How, like, that's the stuff that sticks with us. It's not the failure. It's not the loss. It's not the going for it. It's not the giving it your best try and failing. No, it's betrayal by someone that we love. Betrayal by a kiss. This is why a warrior must guard his heart. Of course, mind, I think mind and soul too, but that's another conversation. This is where darkness will come to steal your light. So how many of you have been on this path, this journey, where you're just cruising right along, like you're going, man, like the universe really loves me right now. Like everything's just falling in my lap and everything's going so well. And then you go out one night and and you meet somebody and you just like, and you're, oh my God, you fall, like you see them and you just know. And you're in a good place. So when you show up and you're and you're talking to the girl or the guy, and, and, you, and you're just and you're happy and you're joyful and you're in your power and you're feeling strong and you're feeling, you know, you're just feeling like you're you're your best self. So what you're showing to this person is your best self. And like and and you and you and everything's great, right? One of the pro and I bring this up because one of the problems that for me is that every time that I've been on this really strong path where I'm like, I'm making headway and I'm becoming like the, I, I, the man that God is calling me to be. And then I start like going out. I see, you know, I see this girl and like we make this connection and, and then like, well, then we, of course, we're going to have drinks and then Next thing I know, it's like we're drunk and having fun and everything's happy. And then there's these, you know, the googly eyes get even googlier. And I, I've, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I keep, like I have in the course of my life, I've fallen into this, this situation where I'm on the path, but then I allow a relationship that I'm in because it's too early, too soon, I'm not really as strong as I thought I was. Like maybe I don't have that foundation. 
So now I'm like all googly eyes where my focus is now on this girl and like I love being with her and like I love talking to her and she just makes me warm and fuzzy all over and every time I'm around her I get an erection and like, oh wow, this is wonderful. But then I take my, in that process, I've taken my eyes off of what should be my number one focus. Now all of a sudden, I'm staying out late, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe having drinks too late or, you know, and, and then, so now all of a sudden, like, I'm, I'm not really spending that time to develop my mind. I'm not spending that quiet time to get peaceful and hear what I, of course, I, at that time, I wasn't practicing surrender, but how many of us have been there? And next thing you know, you're off your path and and, 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 and you're, you're falling into those old behaviors that completely derail you from where you're at. And next thing you know, you're right back where you were before you started the previous journey to get things right. I, I think in the, in the point of that tangent was about guarding your heart. I think so much of that, those problems, and I bring that up because I don't know if any of you have experienced that. But the one thing that I know of is that, like, I, this is the first time I've ever really been in this place of like really respecting myself and loving myself enough to like be careful to make better decisions. Like, I trust myself. I love myself enough to know. I love myself to know that, you know, I'm not gonna settle. In, in, in a relationship. And because I know who I am. And I'm not saying like, pat me on the back, I'm so cool. It's not like that. But like, I know who I am in Christ. And I know I, I am who I am as a man now and who I get to be. I don't want to settle because I love myself. I'm protecting that. I'm guarding my heart. Not in a protective wall way, because I'm open to love. Like, I've, I've just had these amazing, like, where I can genuinely, Misty, I could be in a room full of people yet feel isolated and due to insecure. No, okay, that's sorry. I didn't mean to pull that up because it's a different part of the conversation. But, like, Misty and I have become really good friends. Like, I can say, like, I love her. Like, I love her. There's nothing I wouldn't do for her. And there's other people in here, too, that I've gotten close to. Melissa... Melissa Hall, same person. I, I love. But we all know that we can have those kind of friendships sometimes. And this is all new for me because I, I haven't really even had intimate friendships. So these are all things that are new for me. But I, so most of you haven't really experienced the codependency in friendships. Or have you? I mean, any of you been codependent friends? I mean, I have. I get it. But I'm talking about the relationships that we get into that knock us off our path, guarding our heart that way. And I really feel like that happens because, you know, maybe we're not really in this place that we should even be dating. Maybe we're a little bit still wounded and we're kind of seeking for someone to try to nurse us back to health. That recipe doesn't really work. Oh, another person, Emily. Love Emily too. Like a sister, like they're like my sisters. It's amazing. And I have these crazy, intimate, not sexual, not physical, intimate, personal, like brother, sister type relationships. Um, and it's such a blessing. 
But that's like off subject completely. So forgive me. So anyway, this is why the warrior must guard their heart. This is where darkness can come to steal your light. Man, when you're wounded, those little moments of insecurity, like the reason why I brought this up is that when you quit doing the work and those old habits start to show up in your relationship again, one of the things that can happen, especially for me, is being an insecure boob, just being so insecure. Like, oh my gosh, she didn't call me. She doesn't text me back. Of course, I don't know what I did before text. <laughs> oh my gosh. Those are, never mind. That's a wormhole. I don't want to go down right now. But the... <laughs> But the, the, you know, those insecurities and when the insecurities plant in your seed, this is how much of a little boy that I am or was that when I would have those insecure moments when I'm dating in a relationship, I would get in my head, my darkness, my dark passenger, my sh shadow would start telling me she's screwing someone else. You should go do the same thing. Yeah, that was real. And guess what? I freaking believed it. I, I may have just completely got off topic again, but like, I'm just saying that. Like, this is why it mattered so much to me to, to make certain sacrifices to heal. Because that's sick behavior. Like, no one in their rational mind should... Think of something like that and then bring it into a relationship. But I got to tell you, when you're not guarding your heart, you're not protecting yourself or guarding your heart because your heart's wounded. If your heart is wounded, if you, any of you that are, that, that are hurting inside and, and, and you're, 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 you're hurting, but you're seeking someone else that's in this physical world to heal you, all you're doing is saying, cut me open some more. Rip my heart out some more. Because the one thing, and ladies, I, I, I can't, I don't really, I kind of, this sounds strange to some of you, but I kind of think like a woman sometimes, in that, not that I was a narcissistic, I was a narcissistic pick, but like, I'm pretty, I'm a sensitive guy. Like, I'm a very sensitive man. Like, I'm emotional. And I'm very passionate, but I cry and, and I, and I, and I care a lot, but so I am sensitive and I've already got myself off subject talking about how freaking sensitive I am. But anyway, but the point about heart, women, if you're wounded inside, your heart's wounded and you're seeking a man or woman, if you're into that kind of thing, to 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 heal you i want to make you a promise and i mean this sincerely this is coming from somebody that can smell it a mile away you've got to protect your heart because guys especially guys like me the way i was but I still have the instincts. I mean, I got to tell you, I can smell a wounded woman a mile away. And you have, pre you have prey written all over you. You have, I can, take, I can be taken advantage of written all over you. 
And I'm not proud to say that at all. I'm not proud to say that I can sense that and know. I mean, part of it's using a gift for the wrong thing, but the fact is, like, I see you see what you see, you smell what you smell. And I'm not the only guy out there that can do it. Like, if you don't guard your heart, ladies, you're just a victim. You're just going to be a victim, another victim. And men, because men get hurt too, but when men hurt, Sometimes it, it brings out that beast in us and we're angry, we're hurt. And some of us express that are not emotionally intelligent, that are not healed. Some of us will express our anger and hurt and rage through acting out sexually. Who do you think we're looking for? Who do you think we're looking for? We're looking for prey. Straight up, not looking for a woman that can say, uh-uh, nope. Not looking for a woman that can create boundaries. Not looking for a strong, well-adjusted woman that was like, I got no business having that dude in my life. We're looking for prey. So that's why the tangent about guarding your heart. Because guarding your heart is not building a wall, but guarding your heart is being honest with yourself of, am I just seeking this relationship right now because I don't wanna be alone with myself? Am I seeking this relationship because I'm lonely? Am I seeking this? Because I'm horny. I mean, that's an option too. And I'm not judging anybody. But if you don't protect your heart and give yourself and respect yourself enough to go, you know what, I need some time alone. I need some time to, to gather myself and, and to see this, like how did, how did I allow that kind of person in my life that was gonna, and, and do that? And then why, why did I drop my boundaries for that person? These are honest questions that we get to ask ourselves especially coming out of a traumatic relationship or after our heartbreak, we honestly get to protect ourselves and our heart and respect it. Love yourself enough to heal. Heck, if you just have to FaceTime with people to like help with the loneliness, that's better than putting yourself in a situation where you're just going to hurt yourself more. Do you know how easy it is when you're feeling like crap and you're feeling lonely, do you know how do you know how easy it is just to go, you know what, I'm gonna go to the bar? You know, and if you're a woman and you know you you're you're looking to kind of fly or you got assets to show off, you're like, you know what, I'll just go have a drink. I'll just go sit at the bar by myself and I'll have a glass of wine, dress up and look good. And you go, and next thing you know, you're lonely, you're sad, you're thinking, God. I'm looking on Facebook and Instagram and like, you know, all these people are having fun and oh my gosh, these two people are making out and they look so, oh, and then your heart starts hurting and then all of a sudden you have Rico Suave that comes up to you and is like, hey, how you doing? Oh, you look so beautiful tonight. How you doing? Oh my God, you look gorgeous. Oh, your eyes. Oh, your eyes are so beautiful. 
Oh, you have the perfect lips. Oh, you have naturally beautiful skin. What kind of what, what do you use on your skin that's beautiful? I really love your hair. Yeah, you smell good. Crack a joke, make you laugh. Next thing you know, you're getting a little warm and fuzzy in all the places you probably shouldn't be right now. But then you're like, oh, man, this feels good. I like the, oh, I like the attention. This feels good. I'm feeling, ah. Oh. Next thing you know, you're having sex with a person. From there, you can feel all kinds of ways. You can cycle back into a relationship. You can cycle into having a lover. You can cycle into finding out the guy is a complete psychopath and he's using meth behind your back and having sex with men and having sex with everybody. I mean, like all kinds of options can happen from there. But guess what? Because of this thing called soul ties, this person that you've had sex with, they're in your brain. They're part of you. And there's a physical attachment there, whether you want it to be or not, whether you want to admit it or not, there is a soul tie now attached to that. And you're going to have some kind of link there forever. Like, what if you live in the same neighborhood? Like in West Hollywood, I, there's no telling. <laughs> I, I, it, like, if you live in a bubble area or you live in a small town, like, then you got to be paranoid about, oh, my God, I, I hope I don't run into them again because then it's awkward. But then you run into them again. It's like, oh, shoot, you're avoiding them. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to have a couple more drinks. And next thing you know, oh, oh, hey, he's looking pretty good again. And you're creating yourself this more cycle of pain because you didn't allow yourself to heal. You didn't protect your heart. Okay, hold on. There's a lot of comments here. I got to say, wow, you guys in the comments. Um, yes, we are. Yes, Emily. What does this say? God's. God gives us what we want, what we need, if we have our eyes open to it. Beautiful. I am having a great day, Tay. Good to see you. You, you, you. I don't know what that means. Some people have a very, very difficult time being alone. It can cause a lot of problems. I'm grateful for solitude. You know what the problem is, though? The problem with being alone is that you don't like yourself. That's a problem. If you don't like yourself, how in the hell can you expect anyone else to, pardon me, forgive me, how in the heck can you expect anyone else to like you? Especially when they don't even know who you are. Because if you don't like yourself, you sure as heck aren't being honest with yourself. Hi, Jean. <laughs> Melissa, always good to see you. I would protect your heart. Yeah, I've heard that before. Thank you. Pre uh, Hey, Jessica, good to see you. Hurt people, hurt people. You have to master your emotion. God, these comments are great. It's good to see you guys. Berg, <laughs> what's up, Coach Cole? How you doing, man? Uh, we must work to the first before we help others so we are healthy and stable to be able to rock with that. That's right. Lauren, good to see you. Okay, I will get to your comments later, guys. I didn't know you commented so much. Thank you. Hey, Jessica, good to see you. Kathleen, always good to see you, my friend. How great having lunch yesterday. Okay, so let me recap. Our deepest wounds come from when we feel betrayed by a kiss. This is why a warrior must guard their heart. This is, what, this is where darkness will come to steal your light. And again, if you guys have like a, like for some of you that have battle with mental illness, when you let darkness in, some of us, 
let darkness kind of come and hang out and then like move in like it's a vacation rental. In other words, where it's around for three months and you've wasted three months of your life because you've allowed this darkness to take over. Oh my gosh, when I let my dark passenger come over and like, you know, take over again, I, I'm terrified. Like I'm at this point in my life that if I don't keep doing the work, which I love to do, but if I don't keep doing it and I allow that guy back in, I'm not making it out because the last relapse I had 11 months ago, that thing tried to kill me. And if God would not have like did his magical God stuff, if that would have happened, and again, I don't need to tell that story again, but if that series of events didn't happen, I know I would be dead. I know it because that's that momentum, baby. It kicked right back in. It didn't waste any time. And I didn't care. I care now. I care a lot because I have seen what God's promises are coming to life. So much so that I believe the rest of them. I, I love doing the work now because I know how much that relationship with Christ is for me. That's why I'm so passionate about it. I don't judge your beliefs. I don't judge any of it. In fact, if somebody would have explained what a relationship with Christ to me really was, if someone would have told me that when I was going to church, all of those years going on Wednesday night, going on Sunday morning, going on Sunday night, like Christmas pageants and blah, 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 blah. And, and like, got to be there. Got to you gotta close your eyes when you pray and you're going to sit down and you're listening to terrible music and I got to act like I'm into this. Come on. But if somebody would have told me what a relationship with Jesus was, maybe I couldn't have understood it then. Maybe not. But I, I understand it now. And it's freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome. Because I get to live pretty much fearless. And it's not being cocky. It's just knowing who I am. It's knowing who I am. And it's knowing who I get to be. And knowing that I get to get better. Even better than today. Because, man, I was a piece of crap for a long time. And I'm really tired of that life. And it hurts me to see some of you struggling. It hurting inside. And you're alone. Like, you think you're alone. You've convinced yourself that you're alone. And you're really not. But you've got yourself convinced of this. And I think a lot of it is because you guys are holding on to something inside that's hurting you. It's eating you alive. There's something that you're holding in. There's a truth. There's a lie you're living. There's something like that. And that is why you feel alone. Because it is impossible to speak your truth. It is impossible to live and stand in truth. It's impossible to do that and be alone. It's impossible. I need a scientist to back me up on this. Do you guys know any scientists? Darkness can spiral us down very quickly. Dark shadow will try to convince every one of us to commit suicide. That's the only way we'll achieve true peace. Satan is a liar. Yeah, you guys saw, I mean, most of you are on here right now, saw the suicide episode. When the, 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 the spiritual attacks, the images that would not stop for days. You, some of you guys remember that. <laughs> Good to see you, Tay. Thank you so much for stopping by. The battle only can be fought in prayer. 
to respond with love to betrayal, with forgiveness, to, to despair with hope, to darkness with light. Let me read that again. The battle can only be fought with prayer to respond with love, to betrayal, with forgiveness, to despair with hope, to darkness with light. I kind of read that wrong. But the response to everything is love. Like, I'm so big on truth and like the supernatural power of truth, but in the end, it really just comes back to love. If you... I'm going to frame this like I would frame it to myself when I, because I mean, I, I'm a freaking liar. I was a liar, liar. But knowing the pain that a web of lies causes people, other people, and the confusion and the disorientation and not knowing what's real, like that's hard to live with because lies cause a lot of problems, like more than we really want to give them credit for. I mean, Never mind. I almost went down a political rant. Um, boy, that would have been fun, though. Maybe I should do a second show on a political rant. But no, living a lie, like the damage that it causes. But in the end, us telling that lie, me telling that lie, ends up causing me agony and grief. Because then I got to remember my lie. I got to remember the story. Got to remember all this stuff. And all it does is causes internal anguish. And then it's like, uh, then, you, then your brain, remember, I, I talked about this a couple episodes ago, like you have all these voices in your head, right? All of these voices telling you all of these things about yourself, that they're the, the lies. But a lot of those voices in your head that are giving you lies are telling you the lies that you told. The lie that you are being. That's what that noise is. And the way you get rid of it is when you face it, you let it go and you get rid of that. You heal that. You break through that. You address it. And then all of a sudden that voice goes away and it's like one less voice and one less voice and one less voice. And to one, you only get, you get to a place where you just hear one. That's enlightenment. It's pretty awesome. Anyway, but love is like, Everything, if you can just think, like I, I, I now, I, I work, this is the thing I'm working on now and I'm not great at it yet because I still want to bite people's heads off sometimes. But like, I think before I respond sometimes when I'm talking to somebody, when they say something to me, I just say, I love you in my head before I speak. One, it causes a delay, so I'm not reacting. Number two, it's really hard to say, I love you, go F yourself. <laughs> It's really, it's hard. It's hard to say, I love you, burn in hell. It's hard to do that. So it, it's easier to respond from a place of love if you say, I love you to the person you're talking to in your head before you respond to whatever they said. Does that make sense? I heard that somewhere, and it's a really good practice. Knowing you are never alone and all your sins have been forgiven. He meets us where we are, He takes care of our every need and keeps your eyes on God, and then gives us the blueprint of how to use all of that crap that hurt us to set other pre people free, and inevitably setting yourself free. Thank you, Emily. 
When you don't speak your truth, it becomes stuck energy and you build into more and more darkness until you deal with it. That's true. Yeah, it works. I It, it does help me a lot. Hey, Rian, good to see you. Rian, sorry, I didn't mean Rian. Okay. When you need to run, don't run from God. Run to him. Don't run from people. No, wait, wait, wait. Don't run from the people you need in your life. Run to them. And one of the most powerful things that I've ever experienced in my life, and I, I mentioned at the very beginning of the show that there are, there are people that I like genuinely love. Ran is one of those people. Love, it's like a sister. Uh, Emily, like a sister. Missy, like a sister to me. Um, and just true love and affection and there's an intimate friendship that I know that if I call them and I need something that they're going to be there for me. I've never truly felt that. I may have had it, but I didn't feel it and I didn't know it until now. Because I used to tell myself I wasn't worthy of having friends. I wasn't worthy of having love. I used to tell myself those lies. The only reason why I have friends now that I, I know that are my friends, that I can say I know that they have my back, that I can say I know that they love me, the only reason I can say that is because I stood in truth. And that means I expose everything. And wouldn't it feel more amazing to have one person love you for everything about you? The disease, the abuse, the jail, the drugs, the 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 the, the violence, the 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 piss poor money decisions. Like, wouldn't it be better to have one person love you for all of you than have to worry about 10, 15, 5, 25 people? You have to be worried to death that they're gonna find out your secrets. What sounds better? I know one sounds less exhausting, and frankly, I like my friends not exhausting. <laughs> I don't need drama. None of you do. Anyway. Hey, Stella, good to see you. That's exactly right. All right. Life was never meant to be lived alone. The greatest Battles require an army, a tribe, or misfits. <laughs> or misfits. Some of you will get that. Love you guys. Um, you are never stronger than you when you are standing between two warriors. This is good. It's way too easy to convince yourself you are the only one. Who's guilty of doing this? It is easy to surround, I'm sorry, it's easy to surrender the battle when you are alone. This is why accountability partners are so powerful. This is why coaches are so powerful. This is why friends, friends that will hold you high, not friends that are gonna enable you to go, you know what? Oh, it's been a good, it's, it, it's been a long time. It's been a long time, so maybe, yeah, let's do a little bit of cocaine. It'll be fine. It's not a big deal. 
It's not a big deal. You don't need friends to enable you. You need friends to empower you. As you empower them, that matters. It matters so much. And so having that person that's side by side with you, where you're fighting whatever battle it is, and typically the battle is in your head. All the, it, most of it's imagined. This illusion or disillusion that some of us have about this enemy that's coming at us. No, typically it's right there in your head. But when you have somebody in your life that will hold you accountable, that'll hold you high, they'll be by you to help you work through that. They'll help you be able to talk you down. Some of us, like some of us that deal with disassociation issues, like it's good to have that person you can trust. But the truth is, if you're standing in truth, I guarantee you, and you're putting your message out, we have an amazing tool, Facebook Live. We're on it now. YouTube, we're on it now. Hulu, we're, oh, we're not on Hulu yet. Never mind. Um, if, <laughs> but like you, you smash cast, like wherever you're at, and you're putting your truth out there, you're going you're gonna to draw people into your universe. And those people, because everyone I've mentioned on here today has been somebody. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Um, everyone, like these people all came that in my life that I love, that are my friends, that people like legitimately know that they would be there for me. Right? It came through the internet, through the internet. And it came through sharing my truth. My ugly, 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 nasty. Brutally disgusting, vile, ugh, past. They're all amazing, powerful, world-changing. They're all women. I mean, there's men in it too, but I mean, they're all world changers. They're all amazing people. And they love me. And I'm not saying that to brag, I'm saying that humbly, but it only came through truth, which is the ultimate expression of love. Well, there's no, there's a better, much better expression of love that I know of than sacrifice and selflessness. Thank you, Jesus. But love is, is truth. So it's a way to it's a way too easy to convince yourself you are alone when you're only one who's guilty of doing this. It is easy to surrender the battle when you are alone. No victory is ever won without others. So why would you want to ever face defeat alone? I'm going to read that one more time. No victory is ever won without others. So why would you want to ever face defeat alone. I'm getting ready to leave here. And like as soon as, as soon as I'm done doing this, I'm going to family night with this church I started going to in West Hollywood. There's like 25 people in the church, I swear. <laughs> so small. I love it. Um, some, I've never done that ever. And like, I'm doing it now. And like, I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that to be able to walk into a room now and just be okay and know that 
I'm worthy of love and I get to love others and it's fun to love other people. It's fun to love and care about other people's emotions. It's fun to give a crap about other people. And then, but have it come from a place of like not codependency, just genuine love. And then being able to receive it back. I wasted so much of my life running, hiding, lying. And I felt alone the whole time. I can't tell you the amount of drugs that I have bought for people to try to fit in. HPU, I went to college in Hawaii. I remember um, because my house got hit by a tornado. This is the truth. My house gets hit by the May 3rd, 1999, May 3rd, 1999 tornado. And I get a bunch of money from FEMA. And by doing that, um, I go, go to Hawaii, living on someone's couch, but I end up getting a nice place. But I remember when we all started going out, I wanted everyone to like me. So I started buying a bunch of ecstasy and I would just give it to people. I was buying people drugs so they would like me. That's where I was at. Always picked up the bar tab. I guarantee you, if anyone's on here from my past, my past and you've hung out with me, I bought your drinks. I still would probably do it now. <laughs> um, but I'm, that's where I'm coming from. Like, it wasn't a place of love. It was, I told you, I was codependent in my friendships. None of that is love. To be honest with you, because if I love myself, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not only be buying other people drugs, I wouldn't be buying myself any anyway. I, I wouldn't be buying cocaine or meth or uh, uh, ecstasy or like I wouldn't, or pain pills. I remember the Oxycontin, oh God. Um, like I wouldn't be doing that. That's an unloving thing to do. Kind of a tangent. I want to read that one more time though. No victory is ever won without others. So why would you ever want to face defeat alone? You don't have to be alone. But if you feel alone in yourself, you feel alone right now inside you. If you feel alone. Got to ask yourself really, really honestly. And it may be one of those times that you walk over to the mirror, start talking to yourself. What are you lying about? What are you lying to others about? What are you lying to yourself about? What truth are you avoiding? What is burning inside you right now that you need to tell someone? What? I swear to God, I swear, I swear to all that's holy. I swear on my faith. It's never as bad as we tell ourselves it is. This thing up here lies. I think our stomach brain is the only brain that doesn't lie to us. I'm pretty sure because, you know, when you eat a bunch of bad food, yeah, it tells you you ate some bad food. You know, you're putting a lot of bad stuff in your body. Your second brain will tell you it may, it may be your first brain. I don't know that for sure. But the point is, like, that brain doesn't lie to you. Your gut won't lie to you. Your brain, this stupid thing, it lies to you all the time, especially when you're feeding it garbage. 
watching shows about serial killers, rape, affairs, um, you know, uh, feeding your mind with that bullcrap garbage that's on the news that none of it's even true anyway. I think they even lie about the weather just to screw with you. Why are you polluting your mind? All it's going to do is create more lies in your brain, more lies that you'll believe and that you will spout out. Why are you doing that to yourself? you got to feed your mind with truth. There's only one truth. And in truth, you will find your tribe. In truth, you will find your misfits. In truth, you will find your fellow warriors. You are not alone. You're not alone, but you're going to continue to feel alone until you stand in truth, until you share that thing that is deep down inside you that hurts so bad, the secrets you're holding. I was so blessed to have lunch with an amazing woman yesterday that is holding on to secrets. I don't know her. I don't know her age. She's older than me. She's probably my mom's age. Maybe a little, I, I, may, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like, I love this woman. I love her to death. And she's holding the secrets of her husband raping her. Yes, your husband can rape you. Yes, just like abuse, they can rape you. She is holding on to the secrets that are tearing her up inside. I saw it in her eyes and it was killing me. She's harboring those secrets because she has to protect him and his image for the rest of the family. So everyone gets to participate in the lie. Let me tell you something right now, and I mean this 100%. No one did me any favors keeping my secrets. I'm not blaming all the bad crap I did because people keeping my secrets, but here's the thing. The loving thing to do is get rid of the secrets because all you're doing is allowing the liar, the abuser, the cheater, the freaking maniac, all you're doing is enabling them and giving them more fuel to keep hurting you with. Harboring the secrets of other people are killing you and it's going to kill them and then it's going to go on to hurt even more people. It's a fact. If we don't pay for the consequences of the things that we do, like you, 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 we've got to do that. And the longer we delay it, Man, I thought I could get away with everything because I could talk my way out of anything. Anyone from my childhood, anyone, anyone would tell you I could talk my way out of any situation. I never got in trouble. My nickname, like some people call me um, from Leave It the Beaver. Uh, what was that guy's name? Eddie Haskell. I'm a first class, like I have the, the, the mental fortitude or not fortitude, like I'm a wordsmith enough to be able to talk my way out of a lot of situations. Basic, but this is part of the reason why I expose myself so much because I can hide. I can live in shadows better than anybody. I have to put that spotlight on my shadow. And that was the commitment I made when I started Gratitude Unfiltered is that I'm going to share all of it. Even all the crap that I don't want to talk about, the stuff that I think is silly, I get to bring it out. I, ha I get to put a spotlight on it because I'm so good at hiding and I'm so good at lying that I could talk my way out of anything. I could hide anywhere. 
I don't want to hide. I want to not only live in the light, I want to be the light. Because it feels way better on this side than the other side. But you know what? I have a healthy respect for how easy it is to go back the other way. And it's, and it's not, and none of it's good. But here's the beautiful thing. There are so many people that are sitting in here uh, right now, like Rhonda, I know for a fact would do it. Rayanne would do it. Charles would do it. What's up, brother? Good to see you, man. Um, uh, Emily, Emily would do it. Oh God. Like it, it's like when you have your tribe, you have your people, you have those people that hold you high. They're also going to hold you accountable and they're not going to let you get away with those things. That is a beautiful thing. That is love. When you have someone saying you're being a bit of an egomaniac, maybe you should check the ego. Maybe you should watch your language. Maybe, um, you know what? You were a little short and dismissive with me. You weren't really paying attention to me. Um, like whatever, like whatever it is. Hey, hey, can I give you some feedback? Just have a friend to say, hey, that loves you enough to say, hey, can I give you some feedback? This is how I see you showing up in the world. I mean, if it doesn't land, it doesn't land. But if it lands, makes you a little feel a little funny. I'm telling you right now, the person that, that comes up to you, gives you feedback, not making accusations, not accusing you, someone that's giving you honest feedback, that's love. That is an amazing friend, an amazing wife, amazing boyfriend, amazing uncle. That's an amazing whatever they are in your life. That is amazing when you have someone that loves you enough to give you feedback. But the people that are at harboring secrets and enabling and lying for the person, you're being just as selfish as they are. And again, I'm not making excuses at all, but it's just as harmful because you're, you're preserving the hurt and you're letting it stir and brew and boil. You're letting it generate this, this, this nastiness inside that is going to spill over to someone else. You could have stopped it. On top of that, you could have set yourself free from hurting any more than you have. You can run from your battles all you want. But they will always come back full circle and smack you right in the face again. Running is exhausting. Running from yourself, running from your lies, running from it's all exhausting. I know. I know. It's so silly to, know, to, 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 to think that we're alone. We're not, but we can't see the people waiting to love us. We can't see the people that are waiting to be our friend. We can't see the people that are genuinely want to like love, like love us and be the perfect match for us. We can't see it because our eyes are all covered with lies covered with hurt and anger and rage that it all comes down to just 
lies, withholding truth, not being who we be. I don't care. Okay. I don't care if you're somebody that I don't care if you're somebody that is a man and you're sitting there thinking you're a woman. Jesus loves you. I don't care if you're a little boy and you want to be a little girl. Jesus loves you. I don't care if you're a married couple that are two men or two women. Jesus loves you. I don't care if you're in a relationship and one of you are Jewish and the other one's Christian or Muslim. It doesn't matter. Jesus loves you. It doesn't matter if you're bisexual, straight, gay, Jesus loves you. God loves you. It doesn't matter if you've been an abuser or the abused. Our Father loves you. Our Creator loves you. And you were designed, every single one of you, no matter what you've done, if you've been a killer, if you've been an abuser, an addict, no matter what you have been in your life that you think is so awful, that's unlovable, no matter how nasty you think it is, your creator, our savior, loves you. And all of your flaws, all of your pain, all of your hurt, all of it, all of it has a much bigger purpose than you will ever know. And ultimately, it's the, it's the fuel that will fire your gifts, that bless the world and make sense out of all of the suffering that you experienced. But the only way to get there, the only way to ever get to that place is by standing in truth because in truth you will attract your tribe good night thank you for your support god bless you guys i'll see you soon